Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome to the Thanksgiving special of the Rants and Ray podcast, as this is overall episode 215 of the show. And we are going to have some minor uh, changes regarding to the format, which which we all know we're going to do, though, since as of last week. Well, the changes to the format, you know, the majority of us are on here, you know, except for one. And we're going to do one topic per, per co-host. But when there's like four or three of us, we'll probably do two topics. Yeah. But go ahead. Anyways. Yeah. For like, as Jordy mentioned, which, speaking of that, which, you know, basically, for all of us that we're all here except one person, we're going to still do one, but with basically with four, we'll do two. We're still going to keep doing that. Uh, like I mentioned before, we're still with, as we're with four people, then we're basically going to do two because of the, to make up the time and all that, basically, you know, to fill in the time before we're going into the second half of the show. But anyways, thank you for making us your first listen of the podcast. And subscribe to your preferred podcast platform wherever you get your podcast at, either on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasters, etc. And leave us a five-star review of the show. And if you're currently watching the video version of the podcast, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell for all new episodes of the Rants and Rave podcast. Even like this episode as well, and subscribe to the others on this panel, which will introduce ourselves right here and right now. I'm the fighter, Brenna Martin, co-founder, co-creator, producer, one of these six-man co-hosts, currently one of five, as again... Uriel doing his uh, studies, which hopefully does doing well throughout the fall term. I am also one of the co-founders and co-creators and the director of the show, the Young Blood Outsider, Jordy Scout, a.k.a. J-Man's Jet. And I'm Andrew Hawking on the Canadian Destroyer, and happy Thanksgiving to all of the, everybody in the U.S. I hope this episode 215 will have some fun. And I am the I am the elder statesman of the Rant and Ray podcast at the age of forty six. I am also Big BPE in some circles, Mister Shenanigans in some circles. Happy Thanksgiving to one and all who are watching this show right now. I'm Eric Lima, and um, really, always the holidays always excites me this time of year, except if you have to work on Black Friday, which I have to. So that's okay though. But I digress. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's have some fun. And I am the Buffalo Buffalonian bulldozer in most scenarios, sometimes known on this show as the historian. I am Mike Bombardier. Happy Thanksgiving for those of you who are listening to the podcast on the audio format and those of you watching the video format on either Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. And we're going to have a great time just like we do each and every week. We've got results to cover, and we've got predictions to do after our one topic from each of us. So sit back, relax. We're going to have a good time. Very well done. 
especially on your end, uh, Michael, it's kind of like, you know, more extensive than usual, but uh, uh, I digress. So, hello to everybody, to Poor Ferio, Cantu, uh, and uh, hello to Godfather Dom, and to the Price is Right fan, 2023, Jeffrey. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hopefully there's some more people to watch. And yes, Dom just gave his, you know, goodbyes before he could even give out, you know, more hellos. Um, but yeah, by the way, there is something uh, that Romy commented when I wished him happy birthday. It's the same way I wished uh, Brandon Martin uh, here happy birthday on Facebook. And this really, you know, this really touched me, you know, and I want to read it real quick. So I simply say, you know, like the, like something that, you know, Euro would do, you know, like, uh, like, uh, that, you remember the Binky, the clown thing off Garfield, you know, and friends like happy birthday, happy birthday, whoop-dee-doo, whoop-dee-doo, may your day be pleasant, open up your present just for you, just for you. And he, and, and he liked it. And, and he says, you know, thank you, Jordy, for not only the wish, but for being loyal, especially from last year. And. Yeah, I, that that felt really awesome coming from him, you know. I mean, sure, he, he's busts my balls, you know, like, you know, all every chance he gets, but that meant a lot, you know. Hello, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. How are you doing in the live chat? So, mm -hmm. you know how, how everything goes here. Um, uh, we'll, we'll all get, give a topic, you know, on the panel, like one of each from each co-host here. And, yeah, the first person who gets to talk will, you know, like, give their topic. And since I'm already the one doing it, I'll start. So, who wants to talk about the past? Well, it depends. Hmm. Really like, who depends. wants to talk about, you know, about, like, you know, not-so-pleasant history within the past of r, &R? Oh yeah! Oh, oh here we go! Mm -hmm. Yeah, suckle up your seatbelts, kids. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, allow me to explain for those who aren't, you know, been longtime fans of the show. Um, back in 2021, on episode 87, as Michael, you know, described earlier before we started, there was an incident that happened here on the show where we had an interview with one Matty Renkowski, someone who actually was doing, you know, who wanted, you know, to be on the show for free, if I'm not mistaken, Brandon. Yep, that's right. Okay. And first of all, here's another thing. At that time, she was already, you know, new to the business, I believe, like only, what, a year or two, I believe? Yeah. So... That meant I had no knowledge or experience of her. So, but this is no excuse for what happened, of course. I'm just simply filling in the details. So, as we're having the interview and all this, this, that, and the third, I effed up. And I will admit that. I will admit that I effed up on the interview when I said something jokingly about her doing the same thing Eddie Kingston would do with the sparklers at Revolution 2021. And, you know, and then all of a sudden she walks away, like, you know, leaves the panel 
as if like, you know what, F this. I'm just not going to take this disrespect or just simply have someone joke around my mentor or just simply, you know, be funny for whatever reason. But that just proved to me two things. One, I need to watch, you know, what I say. And two, there are some, there are some, you know, like some, you know, like thin skinned, you know, pissants who don't know how to take things, you know, just, you know, just with a pinch of salt and not take it out of, you know, take it out, out of, you know, context or try to make it out into a big deal, which she didn't because apparently ever since then, she has not once talked about us. She has not once made any formal complaint by trying to cancel us and nor has she tried to make us look bad in any way. Which is kind of good, but then again, I wouldn't care all the less because, you know, if she were to talk about this episode, that episode, it would make her look bad, even if it makes me look bad, because she walked out like a big old pussy. And not only did she walk out on the show, she walked out on Brandon, who, by the way, that's not cool in and of itself, because... I mean, you you were the one who accepted it. You should, you know, deal with the heckle that comes with it. But no, instead you walk out on someone who you agreed to do it for free. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've also been waiting, you know, for that response, you know, after I apologized. And what have you done since then? Well, you never blocked me. I'll give you credit for that one. But you have not once, Maddie have tried to reach out to say that I accept your apology, this, then the third. You just want, want to simply act like the, the show never existed. Amongst the other things you've done in your past, which again, I'm not one to talk. I have done so much messed up stuff. I should be canceled right away, but instead I'm not. You know why? Because I'm a better person ever since before and after that episode. Something like you haven't done because, again, you, I mean, sure, your past should never dictate your future, but then again, you should always consider the fact like you walked out. Kind of like you walking out on the NWA, which to me, I'm actually glad you did because you wouldn't want to stay in an environment where you're having people you know, snorts and cocaine on a pay-per-view. Now, I've heard that you have, that Maddie Renkowski is heading over to the WWE, which is potentially not verified, but a potential sign up to the WWE. And I'm going to just say this real quickly because, uh, because of that experience, I'm just going to lay down, lay it down here. And I know some people, you can either get mad at me for what I'm about to say, you could probably think I'm making a good point, but at the end of the day, it is my opinion, and I have a God-given right to, you know, to give it out. So, I'm going to just lay, lay it out for you, for you, sweetheart. You are not going to make it big in that company, and I'm going to tell you why. One, you've got thin skin, which just proves, because again, if you look back in the episode, it just proves that you don't have any thick skin. Two... You have a personality of where you think that you're, you know, bigger than anybody, even though you've been in the business for like a few years and plus nobody knows who the f- you are. So you could, so you can take all the other stuff that you think you know about wrestling and throw it out the window because you don't know jack shit. 
Three, you don't have the common courtesy to even know how to make put yourself over because you do not know what it takes to really be an over superstar, to actually be, in, be over with the fans, with the locker room, etc. So if you think for one second you're going to make it big in the WWE just like you made it quote-unquote big in NWA, you have another think coming. So Matty Rinkowski, whenever you grow a set of head of testicles, even though I highly doubt you'll ever get a sex change, but I digress. Why don't you take the time to think about your past and try to like, you know, maybe make it up to guys like us? Because again, people like us could have given you a big break and, you know, good on the internet, but instead, just like you will, like you did in the NWA, which I commend you for, but like you will in WWE, because it will wear you out. You will walk out. And I'm not trying to, you know, stir the pot or anything or cause internet drama. I'm just simply giving my opinion. If she somehow proves me wrong, I will meet. If she becomes a WWE women's champion, like an undisputed women's champion or a world women's champion, and I'm talking on the main roster, I will be the first to admit that I was wrong. And I will apologize like a man. But if you somehow prove me right, then that means you didn't, you never had it in the first place, and you never will because of your backstage attitude and your personality. So, now that I got that out off my chest, what do you guys think of what I had to say? Hmm. Wow. That was really something. And I'm telling you this right now. I'm not I'm not cool with walking out in the middle of an interview. I'm just not cool with it. Especially mm -hmm. when it to episode 87. And by the way, I thought I asked the relevant questions that night. And you did. And I'm, that, do, that doesn't sit right with me. Walking out in the middle of the interview. That doesn't sit right with me. I mean, the, the thing about it is it's one of those things you know, episode 87, I was the same scenario with Michael in this one. You know, basically, I asked some really good questions. But you call yourself Miss Reality. Well, you need to get a reality check because the thing of the matter is, as Jordy mentioned, you walked out of that interview because you don't have thick skin and the beer city bruisers said those two words those two words there maddie and you should take notes there there maddie and especially everybody as well you know is thick skin that's the most two important words that you have to get into the, the wrestling business and also another thing Sure, you become the NWA 
World Women's Tag Team Champion. Okay. That's that's great. But, and also walking out of NWA and their current BS and all that. Yeah, thankfully you did. Thank goodness. But for WWE, though, if you do make it there, it won't be an easy one. You'll do the same thing like you did in the interview. You will walk out. I mean, if you do make it in the main roster, great. And become women's champion, I'll give you credit. For credit is It's going to be a cold day in Stanford, you know, if she oh, makes yeah, it. I know that. I'll, I'll admit to that, too. So, mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, it'll be, you know, I'll just say this. She'll be a goner. Like, not the mascot anymore mentioned it in the who that is in the live chat, but I'm not but I'm not gonna say who because obviously yeah. it's it's okay because I because we all because it reminds us of a other mascot, but that's besides the point. Yes. But yeah. And that's basically all I have to say on my own. <sighs> Andrew, I know. Well, the funny thing is, Andrew wasn't even here on that episode, but he does. But you do know of the situation and nope. what happened. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why, why, why they do. Why, why, did, why did you walk out the interview? Like, you cannot do that. If you were, if you're interviewing someone, you got it. You got to stay there. Otherwise, oh. And Brandon, Brandon's absolutely right. I, I agree with Brandon on that one. I agree with Brandon, both Brandon okay. and Michael. Like, oh, oh my god! Like, oh my god! That's I fair. like. I'm nearly lost for words for that. I'm nearly lost for words for that. That's that's all I have to say. Okay, Eric, the elder statesman, you have the floor. Uh, I'm trying to reassess what you know. I'm trying to think about what y'all said, and I'm yeah. trying to. But my perspective, and I know I was there, and I was, well, except for Andrew, all yeah. of us, you know, me, you, Michael, and, and Brandon, we were there, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, like I said, I I will take responsibility for what I had done because again, but the thing is, I'm sick and tired of having to apologize for something that should be left in the past, even though again. She's not once brought up the situation or anything of the sort online or anything else, but that's besides the point. But go ahead, Eric. I'm a, I'm the type of person to respect all wrestling talent, no matter where they're from, no matter no. Oh yeah, she. I mean, like I, I got. No, I mean, I got nothing against where she's from. Yeah, that's and, and the and the fact of the matter is, is this. Um, yeah, it is very disappointing that she walked out, and if you push, um, I've. The reason why I'm not totally mad at the situation because she's young, you know, she'll learn, you know. But if she doesn't de-sign with the WWE, she'll have to start in NXT to learn about the WWE way of things, hmm. you know. And and with her Miss Reality gimmick, I like you know I see her as like an alliance with Ariana Grace. But we don't know if that's going to be a thing or not. 
or you know, and I highly if she's going to be making the main roster, she'll end up like aligning herself like Chelsea Green or something like that. But I think she'll have to, you know, and I think what she needs to do is basically if she's going to be in the WWE, she's going to have to have that thick skin. She's going to have to work very, very hard, you know. And if you can't, um, if you if you if you refuse to do it, if you refuse, to, if Maddie does not straighten herself up, so, so to speak, you know, then she ain't gonna make it in the WWE. I'm hoping she does, you know. I'm hoping I'm hoping she does, you know. But if not, you know, like I said, you know, some big name stars sign with the WWE sometimes, and sometimes you know they have not made way. Like Tony Storm, I was kind of sad that she not, you know, not make big waves in the WWE. She won the Mae Young Classic in 2018. She was a former NXT UK Women's Champ. She was drafted to SmackDown, and SmackDown she has not done much. But then she goes to AEW and becomes a three-time Women's Champion there, and morphs herself into um, the, the 50s, uh, not, not like the 30s, you know. Uh, fallen actress like a Judy Garland type deal, you know, and going old school, which I respect. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, we don't like the gimmick on Mr. Rocker Tony Storm." I just like Tony Storm in general. I don't care if she's the Rocker or Timeless and all that. She is a very beautiful young lady, but like I said, Maddie Rakowski is very young, and if she, um, you know, you know, I hope uh, you know. You know, I hope Maddie makes it. If not, you know, who knows? But, um, you know, I've always respected town. I'm not going to badmouth her or anything like that. I mean, I can understand where Jordan's coming from. You know, yeah, but the thing is, I'm not wishing her, you know, like failure. I'm yeah. just pointing out, you know, the flaws in her person as yeah. to why she'll fail. Hmm. And, and by the way, uh, uh, not the mascot says, I may joke from that interview from time to time, but she walked out of that interview, which is true. What makes what makes me or or what makes her, I don't know, her think she'll make it and it make it anywhere in the real world. Hmm. Very that is very you know what? I have to agree. What makes it makes her think that she'll make it in the real world with this kind of thing? I, I agree. And, and I'm going to repeat myself one more time before, if, if anybody takes my words out of context, which I know some people like to do that every now and then just to stir the pot. I'm not wishing her an unsuccessful run or any failure in the business because I too will be joining the business myself. I am just simply giving her advice where it's due or it will come back to haunt her. And I'm, I mean, when when you made that Eddie Kingston, I was gonna, I I figured that if, I figured I was gonna save the interview by saying, you know, Eddie Kingston kind of reminds me of a streetwise version of Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, and I was gonna give him that give, out of respect for her to give her that um, uh, that you know, because um, Eddie Kingston had you know cuts promos like Jake the Snake Roberts, like a streetwise version of him. I was going to make that compliment, and when Jordan made that joke and she walked out, I was like, "Oh, my chance to try to be respect, trying to bring the interview right back on the track." So, you know, but you know, I think I think she also you know looks to Eddie Kingston and has respect for him, 
and she felt, you know. Well, here, here's how, how I see it. If she had any respect for him and and like his mentorship, she would be still she would still be signed or even independently independently contracted with AEW or something. Mm. <clears throat> Just saying. Mm. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you too. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I had to say. I know that was like, you know, a shoot and a half. But then again, I just thought I'd get that all off my chest while I, you know, have the chance. Because, and again, I am not trashing her. I am not bashing her. I am just simply giving my honest, God-given opinion. Along with my First Amendment rights as an American. No offense to Andrew, who is Canadian. But I'm hoping that, you know... <laughs> I kind of hope that Maddie just, uh, you know, uh, if she does sign with the WWE, hope she, uh, hopefully it will help her be a better person. If it, here's the thing: if it doesn't make her into a better person, then it just proved that she never had anything I mean, to give right. give what you know to begin with. Because the thing is, being a wrestler, I've heard worse jokes from you during that Eddie Kingston joke. Oh, I died laughing. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, the thing is, here's the thing. If Eddie Kingston was around, I bet he'd even laugh at that, too. Or maybe he'd just simply come back with a with a bigger barb to roast me. And you know what? I wouldn't have minded. It's just like, you know, if you were to listen to Jim Cornette, you know, talk about that, you know, um, Texas death match from Saturday, you know, and you'd still get a laugh at it because he freaking. Because Jim Cornette talks about, you know, uh, Adam Page or AKA Hangnail, uh, you know, stapling Swerve Strickland's in, in the titties. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look at the recent episode of Jim of the Jim Cornette Experience podcast, and you will see or pretty much hear what I'm talking about. But anyway, so. Um, that's it for what I got for my topic. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. I got a little something, something to show you. A little show and tell, so to speak. I know I did it in one of my videos. I got this on Amazon the other the other day, and it finally came in for me yesterday. And uh, this this little doohickey here, uh, if, you, if you are in, uh, speaking of being stuck in the past, if you are a retro gamer like myself, this is probably one of the coolest things ever. This is the Atari 2600 Plus. Get a, take a good look at it. You may look at it. This is like oh wow, Atari. Wow. Wait, wait, wait! Isn't it like one of those old school consoles back in the? Ah, I knew you would say something like that, my friend. It is, but the Ooh. new it's called is why it's called the Plus. Check this out. Look what's behind it. You see all the uh, the attachments? This is the main right there. The HDMI. The HDMI came by Doohickey. Ah. So that is, uh, you can actually play this on your smart TV. You know what the cool part is? When you turn on the power, it has the same thing. When you turn on the power, this lights up. Just like the old school? No. It never lights up before. Oh. And the old school one. The other one? And uh, 
So, so that's yeah. it. And it, it came with it the 10 and 1. There's um, games and um, games added in 10 and 1. So, mm. so I uh, do hickey. Uh. Oh my god, my mom's mom, God rest her soul. Used to say a thingamabob, you know, in that yeah. southern accent of hers, like thingamabob. Yeah, and uh, here were the uh, games in one, uh, uh, ten games in one cartridge, adventure combat, dodge'em, haunted house, maze craze, missile command, which Godfather Dom made me play one time, and I suck at it. <laughs> 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 I, I do even gonna meet there's some old school games I suck <laughs> at, you know, ghosts and goblins, I suck at that too. All right, real sports volleyball surround. Of course Maybe. you suck. Uh, of course you suck at ghosts, goblins. Yeah, that game is tough. <laughs> Video pinball and, y and Yars Revenge. <laughs> so those were the games right there, and <laughs> had a regular joystick. And I busted it out today. If you want to see my Shenanigans guard case, I played some Pac-Man on it because it plays. Here's the fun part. <laughs> Nick just said, so does that mean you can play beat <laughs> oh, I think it means you can. I think it means you can. <laughs> Even he's embraced that joke. <laughs> uh, look how look how far this guy's come ever since that that day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you decided to make it a joke, uh joke about it now, Nick. A You're running right. joke now. Yeah, it's a running joke now. Now here's the fun part about this uh, this bad boy. Not only like it plays regular twenty six hundred games, it's back. It can play seventy eight hundred games. So, Ooh. if you have any, if anybody has any seventy hundred, if you want to get, if anybody has any seventy eight hundred games, you want to play it on your high def TV, I recommend this. Recommend this bad boy. Get that, and you'll be good. You'll be good to go. I played some. I played Pac Man on it. I had a lot of fun. So, going back in the day. So, that is my topic. Atari 26. I bought it on Amazon, by the way. Came in yesterday. So, I was like, ah, oh, perfect timing before Thanksgiving. Oh, happy. Oh, look at here. Gary's in the live chat. NG2C Network. How are you doing? Hmm. I think I think someone had to, you know, um, I think his comic got held for review, which uh -oh. is why he just showed up. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, come on. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to him and also to the David 3000 Network. And by the way, you know what, Brandon, since we're already on here, um, I know you'll have a topic, you know, ready, but we'll just go ahead and talk about this real quick. Um, this past Tuesday, before I, uh, like, I had to watch the, watch the Haunted Mansion 2003 review for, you know, for the Popcorn Panel podcast this past uh, uh, Tuesday, which, by the way, was a pretty good movie. Me and Brandon were actually in the live chat during a premiere of TNA Impact's Thanksgiving special of 2007. And there was like around 200 viewers in the live chat. And, and you know, it was over 200 viewers and plus. But there wasn't a thousand or so. And I'm thinking in my head, man, for, for a channel that's got like over a thousand, maybe or a hundred thousand, maybe a million subscribers... That's just kind of, you know, embarrassing, but it's whatever. Me and Brandon, Nick was also there, who's also in the live chat. We were, you know, having fun, just talking about, you know, old uh, TNA stuff. And, you know, and then there were some people that, you know, weren't getting along, which I'm not going to 
say who because I just, yeah. you know, I'm not, you see, I just don't want to talk about too much, you know, online drama that much because it's really not my style. Unless if you look at the past episodes of R&R, but that's a whole different story altogether. Um, so with, so with us interacting in live chat, there was also this one person in the live chat that I will say, um, came and said that, that that episode of TNA was like, not so good. I'm like, wait, I'm like, how is it? I mean, I know this guy's entitled to his opinion, but you know, you saying that just means that something bad or was going to happen on the show, but nothing happened. I mean, it was, I mean, Kurt Angle and his, you know, then wife at the time, Karen Angle, of course, were hosting Thanksgiving dinner, you know, around, you know, the studios of, you know, Universal Studios, you know, having Thanksgiving dinner. Whoa, feedback. Okay, never mind. Um, I hope all you dickheads ate a, a healthy meal somewhat and soon. Just shit out later. I know you will. <laughs> I mean, I know I will. Okay. Well, we, we all ate good, Gary. But thank you for uh, being concerned about, you know, our, you know, our colon and all that. But so, but yeah, this guy was in the live chat saying like, you know, it's not a pretty good episode. I'm like, wondering like, all right. So we watched the main event, watched the main event of the show. And that's what really takes it all. You know, in fact, there's some also great moments on there, like the food fight, you know, with, you know, like during the Thanksgiving dinner and even Austin Kong is still sitting there eating Turkey. She's not doing anything. She's just yeah. eating Turkey. And all of yeah. a sudden, and all of a sudden we're in the main event. It was the Turkey ball tournament finals. It was AJ Styles, Chris Saban and Samoa Joe, a triple threat match or a three-way dance, whatever you want to call it. And Samoa, and here's the, the catch. The catch was the person who wins the tournament by pinfall submission will win $25,000. The loser, the one who gets pinned or submitted, will, would have to wear a, have to wear a turkey costume. <laughs> while the person who doesn't get pinned just doesn't get anything doesn't get money nor does he get punished to wear a turkey suit and that's exactly what AJ Styles did he had to wear a turkey suit because Joe pinned him after a muscle buster but the match in and of itself was simply match of the night on that episode and I gave that episode of TNA an 8 out of 10 while the while that main event for, you know, the Turkey Bowl finals, I gave that, you know, a five, like maybe a five out of five star match because it was that good. So, wait, that, that just gave me an idea. Eric in a turkey costume. <laughs> oh, well, in well, here's already a turkey in a different way there, not the mask. Well, here's though. the thing. Whenever, you know, Eric is in his birthday suit, whenever he uses the shower, he's always in his turkey costume. <laughs> you don't want to see him in a birthday suit, trust me. All y'all will be picking your but guts out. You, but that's you in your turkey costume. <laughs> oh, boy. I, uh, I'm already a turkey, you know. I'm already a, I'm already a, I'm already a, I'm already a Oh, I'm already a turkey in my. Will you stop? 
Oh my god. I want to say something. I'm already a turkey in my own right, in my own different way, of course. Sometimes I feel like a turkey sometimes. I'd pay my money to see I'd pay my money to see Christian Cage in a turkey suit. Mm. Well, then, well, well. The thing is, Christian was well. Ooh, oh, a turkey. Why don't we see somebody in a turkey suit? It would be Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> it reminds me of the, like, yes, yes, yes. How about how about in the women's division? Who do you want to see in a turkey suit? Piper Nevins. Piper mm. Nevins. No, I, I know who. Well, I know who Michael in a turkey suit. Oh, well. I know who Mike wants to see in a turkey suit when comes to the women. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wh wait, wh which way do, do you think I was going with this? <laughs> you, would see, you, you would see Tiffany Stratton in a turkey suit. Cause she, in, her, in your mind. No, in your mind. In your mind, Tiffany Stratton. Oh, you read right. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Now, as far as I'm concerned, in the women's division, oh, I think Dustin Creek, she's on complaining about everything. Shut up, Chelsea Green. <laughs> well, By the way, here's one. Here's a reference for you. And that makes you a big dummy, you dummy. Yeah, well, that means uh, so are you. Yep, you're a turkey. What's uh -huh. that? It's what you are. Well, you're a bigger one. Yeah, well, you're yellow. And you know what else is yellow? What? You are. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter what you say about me anyway, because I don't want to be friend friends again. <laughs> uh, speaking of Impact Turkey, they, they just had a 2023 Thanksgiving gravy train turkey trot. And in an eight-man tag, goes PCO, Jake something, Mike, Speedball Mike Bailey, and Johnny Swinger going back against the good hands. That's Jason Hotch and John, I forget. His birth. And, and we uh, all know, I hate to interrupt, we all know that they don't have specials like they used to, you know. Yeah. yeah well, they're doing like a reprise a, a, a of, of the turkey matches that they had. Uh, Jay Vidal and uh, and uh, Champagne Singh. The PCO's team did win the matchup, and Jay Vidal got pinned, and he, he refused to wear a turkey suit, but then Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans kind of convinced him the hard way to wear a turkey suit. So that's when – right now it's um, Robbie E., a.k.a. Mr. Stone versus Grado, and whoever loses wears a turkey suit. And this was back in 2016, I believe. Mm hmm. Well, let me guess who who had to wear the turkey suit in 2016. Mr. Stone. No. This what? Great. This is this is 2016. Now it was when Mr. Stone was known as Robbie E. And oh. and it, it just was over. And uh, Grado had to wear the turkey suit. At first, he was feeling grumpy about it, and then he, when he started dancing, he's like, so. Well, Grado's more of an entertainer, you know, like if anything oh, else. It's just so a Grado. I tell you what, when they trans when they uh did like a parody of the Ge Goldberg theme and combined it with Madonna's like a prayer, I thought it was really epic. 
But yeah, that would be interesting. The R and R Turkey Bowl, <laughs> or all the biggest. Imagine Andrew yet. in a costume. The the loser who gets pinned or submitted gets to wear a turkey uh, costume. But what <laughs> oh, would the, yeah. I mean, we don't have enough money to have twenty five thousand dollars. So yeah. Well, we do know the one that that's definitely going to wear the turkey costume. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew wearing a turkey. <laughs> Oh no! Well, Romy would agree with that one, Michael. Yeah. Why? 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 You know, speaking of both, us, I can imagine Gary in a turkey suit. <laughs> well, well, we know he'll. he'll ah, yes. Gary, sometimes we get stuff to walk around. He's dressed like a turkey. Then that. Oh yeah. Like, that's the Bofa's turkey ball. Yeah, the, yeah, both the both is turkey bowl. Gary would be makes sense. That. Makes sense the way he, with the way he walk, with the way he is the way he like, with, was either the way he walk or the way he he fall backwards. You know, the both. way he walks and falls, but it, yeah. uh, way he's about to fall backwards on close to his bed, I believe. Uh. It but anyway, like... uh, who wants to go uh, next? Uh, I, I already oh, spoke God. already. Uh, all right. Wait, Andrew or Andrew? Go ahead. Anyways, oh. anyways, um, so so the. So the Formula One happened in Las Vegas days ago, last Saturday, and it had get this, how the right guest the time it started was you one in the morning the next day in in Eastern time. Alright. That race started one in the morning Eastern time. That happened like ten PM. Uh, Brandon, I think was it 10 p.m. your time, Brandon, or is it or is it Mountain Time? It, it, you're right, so Andrew. Anyways, that it was tracked. To, all right, okay, okay. So it attracted 1.3 million viewers on that race. That race lasted until oh, brace yourselves, everyone, till three in the morning Eastern time. Damn, and I just, I'm not joking. This is this is for real. Till three in the morning Eastern time. That's midnight uh, Pacific time, of course. And of course, like oh my goodness, like why they but the race started at one in the morning Eastern time. So the and of course the, it was like the hot one of the four the four largest F1 uh, races in history. On television was the one in Miami, uh, Monaco, and of course, right here in Canada, of course. So, so my question is to everyone: Do you think they're going to be do a televised uh, uh, racing a little after one in the morning Eastern time? I think that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I know, Brandon. Yeah, some. I'm ball games usually. I'm like, shaking my head now. That's the same. That's the same way with me. And my dad staying at a collision show 
where we'd still have ROH tapings pass. Like, I'm not staying yeah. there for long. I mean, Brandon, yeah. you can do whatever you want, like like you did with Dynamite, but still, like, not me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can understand with you, Jordy. I mean, because people time, have, I had no problem. Because some people, one, either have work in the morning, or two, some people have to, you know, sleep, you know, sometime through Sunday, or just have church in the morning, considering because that's a Saturday, you know, and the day after Saturday. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. So, what do you think, Brendan? Oh, my. I just said no. I'll show. I'll show this in a minute. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll show this. What about you, uh, Michael? I'm shaking my head no. Yeah, because I'm glad I don't watch Joe's. I glad I didn't because I was at one a.m. each time I was sleeping that time. It's like that was crazy, mega crazy. Wait, and this advice. Wait till daytime happens, and then you watch it. You can't watch it at nighttime. That's that's crazy. That's that's the end of my topic right there. Did did Eric give his opinion? Eric, what? Huh? What huh? do you think the What do you think of the of the races started at one in the morning Eastern time for the auto races? No, there's, I've watched some ball, um, baseball games that lasted until that um, one, one in the morning and something like that. And, uh, you know, especially, you know, extra inning game in uh, 2004 Red Sox-Yankees ALCS in game four and lasted that long. So, and I think it's crazy, though. You want to race that long in the morning. Imagine you're tired and you're trying to stay awake and get driving. Demolition Derby coming. You know, speaking of demolition derby, um, here you remember what I said about you and your birthday suit? Oh, god, David sent me this. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, never gonna live that one down there. My glasses on it. Oh, okay. All right. That's possible. That's possible. Uh, now, uh, imagine. Hold on. Here's my. Thanks now, a lot, David. Now, now, the bigger question would be where would be my 25,000 buckaroos at? <laughs> oh, so, actually, actually, uh, David looks better in that photo. David would look better in that photo. Actually, that was Eric. Oh, that was Eric in the photo. Oh. But that's that's yeah. fine. Self. It was me. It was me in the yeah. photo there, uh, Michael. No, yeah. no, but David would look better. That's in my topic, by the way. Oh, David would look better. Okay. Oh. Eric has the gobbledygooker. There you go. Okay. Can't, can't believe the guy made his debut at oh, the same, same time as the Undertaker. Everybody was so disappointed when that. When that egg hatched and it revealed somebody in a turkey suit and all that, that was, I mean, everybody was pissed. I, I mean, I don't blame them. But anyway, um, hmm. who wants to go next? I've got pro wrestler of the week. As uh, what? Well, this section, this actually going to be a two and one. Two and one. Because I want to also not only do I want to talk pro wrestler of the week, I also want to talk 
something that's I think really interesting in the in the upcoming uh, months called the AEW Continental Classic. There's a few uh, brackets. There's a blue bracket and a gold bracket from what yeah. I yeah. Yeah, I really I had it written down too. Yeah, a blue league and a, and a gold league. That's what they're called leagues. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, the uh the the matches for that started uh last night on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. You know. And this and the four and they've agreed to on a format and some rules. It is a round robin format. And the and the rules are like I said, blue league and gold league. Six wrestlers each. I'll get to the wrestlers in just a second. Each matches are twenty. Each of the matches are a twenty minute time limit. Three points are awarded for a win, one for a draw, and zero for a loss. No one is allowed at ringside. Violation of this rule may result in a one point deduction. The two group winners advanced to the championship final at World's End with the winner of the final becoming the inaugural AEW Triple Crown Champion. All because of Eddie Kingston putting his uh, two belts on the line during that tournament. Yeah, that's and right. The AEW Continental Championship. So there is a Continental Championship, so it can't be called the Intercontinental. You know what's even funnier? If what was the Continental Championship challenges... Uh, Orange Cassidy for the international championship and unifies that title. The Intercontinental be- Championship. Yes. I could just hear that lawsuit from WWE coming a mile away on that one. Yeah. And now to the competitors. Wait, hold on. NWA on CW app. So they did finally get a deal on the CW, but this is not on the app. So, then so wait, wait, wait. Oh, do, we ha- do we have true confirmation on that? Yeah, Nick Infante, do we have true confirmation on that? Because we got, we can't just take things for you know base value, you know. So yeah. We got NXT on, on CW TV and NWA on the CW app. I knew that. I mean, if, if they go on the app, then their their chances of actually being more, you know, you know, promoted in regards to advertisements are screwed, you know. Yeah. But like I said, the competitors in this tournament, it represented the Blue League. We have Andrade El Idolo, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, the House of Blacks, Brody King, Claudio Castagnoli, and Daniel Garcia. And representing the, the Gold League. Now the Gold League started their matchups last night. And these are the wrestlers that won their matches last night, and they all have three points. Jay White, John Moxley, and Swerve Strickland. Now the remaining three that competed last night, Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, and and Rush, all, uh, all tied with zero. But it's still early in the tournament. Anything can happen. And uh, we'll see how this plays out. And over the over the next coming weeks, along with my uh, Pro Wrestler of the Week, sec- along with my Pro Wrestler of the Week, I will be providing updates to the Continental Classic. Hmm. 
Dave but, St. Louis now suggesting. Sorry, Mike. But Dave St. Louis is suggesting that I should be the Walnut Greens mascot. Somebody. I sent you the link to the article on Discord. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. I'll be right. Give me a second. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give Jay Spotlight. The man is talented. I'd rather him be Black Machismo, but then again, that's my inner macho man talking, you know? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Continue on. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said. Uh, if- here we go. I'll, I'll read this after, you know, Brandon's topic, you know. But go keep going, uh, Michael. All righty. Yeah, but like I said, in the upcoming weeks, I will pro- be providing updates to the Continental Classic as well as giving out my Pro Wrestler of the Week. Which, speaking of that, we'll get to that right now. This is coming out of, and this is coming out of full gear. Now, here's the thing. Many people think MGF because of... Because of what happened at full gear? Yeah. With the injured, uh, with competing through an injury... And, and I totally give credit for MJF for that. By the way, he was actually, in fact, he's actually legitimately hurt, but, he, but it says he'll be able to compete at the, con, at, uh, you know, at World's End and yeah, defend the title okay. at Samoa Joe. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to give, it, it'll, yeah, he's going to heal by then. Absolutely. Many people think that, but I'm, but I think I'm going to go a different route here. Because then again, I like to give hmm. other people a chance to, to get the nomination. Now, same with Tony Storm. She became a women's world champion last night again at Full Gear. Sorry, but this past Sunday at Full Gear. Saturday. Thanks. No problem. And yet, I thought the WWE picked. Premium live events were on Saturday nights, not Sunday nights. Well, not everything's on a Sunday night anymore, like because again, everyone's switching yeah. to Saturdays. Yeah. So, who's your pro wrestler of the week? So, here's something interesting. At 22 years old, becoming the youngest champion in AEW history. Defeating Chris Statlander in Sky Blue for the AEW TBS Championship. I'm all in for it. Is it who Julia I think Hart it is? of the House of Black. Yep, Julia Hart. Julia Hart. I, I agree with you there. I mean, she is. I, mean, I I don't usually I don't usually agree with this kind of thing, but after what happened, I have to agree because she has worked very very hard. And she was and on. If people, if people ever start suggesting she slept her way to the top. I will, I will personally, you know, own you because, okay, like she did not sleep her way to the top. No, she did not do that. I mean, but she has, people, people she like has to make definitely that evolved. They make it, they make that assumption to think because of someone who's hot and blonde and all that, they always jump to that conclusion and she, and she never, she never slept. She never, she worked as best she could given the, you know, material she was given and the way how she was trained. So. Julia Hart is not the Bella Twins. Ex- oh, God. Well, you. I think it was Brie Bella. I mean, she's more of the – she's like, you know, I can understand her because she you know, she was with, you know, Brian Danielson. She never slept her way to the top because, one, she didn't have a multi-time 
Divas title run like her, you know, sister, but that's a whole entirely different situation. But as for Nikki, (laughs) 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 you can't see him. You you done dump up. You can look, but you can't touch. Well, you can't see me. (laughs) Right now, Romy is leather because Romy is raging up. Oh my god! You know, Romy's a big boy. He can handle it. Oh wait, that's 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 actually who he's called, Big Boy. Or wait, wait, is that Ulysses? I can't really tell. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, she wanted the attitude. She wanted the attitude. Justin, if you catch my meaning. But anyway, um, Brandon, you're the last one left yeah. to give out a topic. And after that, oh, by the way, I forgot to give out, you know, advertisements. I guess I'll give them. I'll give the advertisements out after you've done your topic. And then I'll, yeah. you know, get off what uh, Nick sent me as a bonus topic before we get into the, you know, results from full gear and the, you know, predictions for, you know, this Saturday for Survivor Series um, war games. Yeah. But, yeah, basically for my topic, continuing on with the, uh, as mentioned, the Ring of Honor taping in Portland, even the, the rest of them that was aired last week, I will not go over on that. But the Portland ones, I will for sure. Basically, the first one was for the Ring of Honor World Championship. As Eddie Kingston defending that title against Dalton Castle. And with that, Kingston no problem beating Dalton Castle. Then after the match, basically, they shook. He uh, Eddie Kingston wanted to shake hands with Dalton Castle. And then was, of course, being... Tribute to the one and only, the exalted one, Mr. Brody Lee. And then the next matchup we had was Pretty Peter Avalon was going up against Trent Beretta of Best Friends. Best Friends! <laughs> And with that, uh, Trent Beretta defeating Avalon <laughs> in that matchup. No problem. And then we had a tag team match as the Outrunners, of course, Truth Magnum. And I, I think I remember the name. They couldn't outrun their way out of this one. Well, actually, no problem against the Jobbers on this one. Oh. oh, Turbo Floyd. There we go. Turbo Turbo Floyd. I remember the other one. Against two jobbers, which was Sebastian Wolf and Jacoby Watts. Outrunners won that matchup. And then we get into the next one. We have Emi Sakura was going up against Kel, which everyone knows as Rebel Kel. From the Pacific Northwest. And Sakura, no problem from there. Defeating Kel. And then we have another tag team match as the Bollywood Boys going up against the Boys. 
the boys, the boys won that matchup. There was no real men in this match. Yep. <laughs> and then we go on to the next matchup. As we have the problem, Marina Shafir, we're going up against the Tower of Power, Amira. And Marina Shafir, no problem on that one, beating Amira. And then the uh, main event was another, which is a ta another tag team match, as the as Matt Seidel and the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels was going up against Commander and El Hijo del Vikingo. And then Commander and El Hijo del Vikingo won that matchup over Seidel and Daniels. And that's basically it. Regarding to the Ring of Honor tapings that was taking place in Portland. All right. All right. Now, for the advertisements, the following advertisements is brought, you know, for of the Rant Ray podcast is brought to you by the Pro Wrestling Shoot with Jesse Carter. If you want to talk about some pro wrestling, you know you know, like here or anywhere else, you know, then go to his, you know, podcast along with his, uh, you know, fellow co-host and talk and talk about the latest in professional wrestling and also to, you know, find, you know, uh, you know, get, you know, see whatever other stuff they've got. And also to the 25 KAPR TV to Alex Parez, who, who again is also wished everyone a happy Thanksgiving on his, on the channel as well. So if you want to look at some game shows like Bonzi Jungle Challenge and, you know, Planko the Game Show and, and many more, you know, and probably participate in them, then go to the 25 because it has everything you want in regards to game shows and, you know, for game show enthusiasts. And also for the LC Calavera Productions, Leon Calavera. Okay. For, you know, LC Calavera Productions, Leon Calavera, We've got, you know, he, he's also got, you know, pro projects underway like, you know, Flash Animation and other stuff he's learned from film school. And if you want to, you know, see what else he's got in store, go ahead and subscribe to his channel and, you know, and see what else he's got upcoming. And there's also, of course, the House of Chayton. Um, If you want to, be sure to, you know, subscribe and make sure you catch, you know, the, you know, the latest projects that Chayton's got, like, you know the you know the exiled outcast or the exiled entertainment or even the latest one the exiled masculinity also to the david 2000 network which i'm also a part of when it regards to you know the popcorn panel or you know the recent you know new upcoming news you know um streams that they they've got with jason decanio or with you know with the um with the you know wipe those tears you know where you know it's like a te uh, tears complex so be sure to subscribe if you want to see more content like that also also to who, who was also in the live chat earlier but with this main account known as mr garrison 96 if you want to see movie reviews and everything else in between go to that channel but also their main show every monday at 5 p.m eastern <coughs> oh, excuse me is Bofas on the Sofas with him, Jerome, 
Alex and Austin, the Putnam brothers. And by the, and by the Jerome, that's Jerome Latimer, not Putnam. And yeah, that's pr pretty much it. Subscribe to all these channels, hit the notification bell, and that way you will be you know notified whenever there are uploads, premieres, or live streams with all of this great new content right there. And that will be the end of the advertisements. Now, Brandon said he'll be right back. That's why, you know, I had to say, okay, during the advertisements. Um, let's go ahead and go through this real quick because before we go on with the results from Full Gear and the predictions for Survivor Series War Games, this just came out of nowhere during, you know, and and I'm going to give credit where it's due to Nick Infante, and this is from TheWrestlingInc.com. NWA Power Show officially begins streaming on the CW app. And this is by mm. Cy Mohan on yesterday at, at 3.51 a.m. Uh, uh, Eastern Standard Time. The first eight episodes of season 15 of NWA Power are now reportedly available to stream on the CW app, according to PW Insider. The weekly wrestling series is currently listed in the recently added section of the streaming service. Even though a search of NWA or Power with three R's doesn't yet yield other results relating to Billy Corgan's promotion. The earliest episode available to stream is the September 5th show where NWA World Women's Cha Television Champion Max the Impaler defended their title against Taylor Rising in the main event. The Immortals wrestled the Outrunners in a grudge match, and Brady Pierce wrestled Rolando Rolando Friedman in a singles match. The most recent available episode of, of Power is the October 24th taping where the world's heavyweight champion, EC3, teamed up with Jordan Clearwater to defeat Cal Hero and, Lu and, Lu and Lucius Lawrence in the main event. The latter show was NWA Go Home was NWA's Go Home episode ahead of its Sandman pay-per-view, which we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. It's unknown if the CW app will eventually add episodes from earlier seasons of Power or if the deal between NWA and CW is restricted to the ongoing season. Currently, fresh episodes of Power will continue to drop every Tuesday on YouTube at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Last night, the Thanksgiving theme special episode saw CJ wrestle Aaron Stevens in a, in a unique, unique turkey gobbler match. Previously, where there there were unconfirmed reports of power moving to the CW network television channel after NWA president Billy Court and told busted open radio that his promotion had landed a deal with a top 20 network. However, the TV deal was reportedly jeopardized after an on-screen NWA manager, not going to say wh whose name that is, was seen snorting cocaine during a televised spot at the Sam hand pay-per-view it was later reported that WWE NXT would be moving to the CW Network in late 2024 and that power and the NWA programming would be restricted to the CW app and not air on its free-to-air network station. So, um, any thoughts on this? Because the cocaine watch app, oh my god. Down back to the to the abyss he goes. Oh, 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 oh. oh goodness sakes. It's true though. Yeah. 
Hmm. You know, okay. I mean, they already blew that deal. Even though it was on the CW app, doesn't mean they're going to have their weekly, weekly programming on the real on the real television, which is this. We all know that CW network. Well, hey, hey, they blew, they, they, they blew, they, they shot themselves in the foot after they did that spot. They did, yeah. I mean, and, and if they want to air previous NWA power, more power to them. That's that should be no problem. But still, that is just like no excuse. And then, Billy, you condone that crap to. That certain manager, we're not going to say. I mean, you can say his name. I just refuse to say the name. Oh, I know that. It's all good. But yeah. Ugh. And if you do go to another deal, which I, I highly doubt you will have another deal, another top 20. Besides the CW, it could be any. Wait, there you said you said a top. He said a top twenty uh, network, right? Yeah, I'm gonna look that up real quick. But go ahead, keep talking. But yeah, as mentioned, if there's if there is another top twenty network besides the CW. I mean, don't know where they're gonna go. I mean, that's gonna be it's gonna be another good question on hand. See where they can go besides the CW. Okay, so here are the top. Here's here's some networks that you know that could be related to that. All right. Okay. Yes, hold on a second, because this thing, I'm just now currently playing something at the moment, and it won't take too long. So, okay, so there's the aforementioned CW. There's also the USA Network, which is probably won't, that's out of the question, of course. Yeah. Um, we got. All right, here we go. We got ESPN. The CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. I highly doubt that because you know again how they they didn't get that much rating with SmackDown because of Roman Reigns' lazy ass. HBO. Highly doubt that because that's related to uh, TBS and all that. The Discovery Channel. <laughs> that's a discovery for you. Um, history, which again that would make them history in and of itself. Mm -hmm. MSNBC. Oh yeah, JBL tried that. Didn't work out. <laughs> oh, good God. The Food Network. Yeah, uh, I'm sure cocaine is a great delicious meal to have. CNBC. <laughs> oh, Same thing as MSNBC and NBC. Totally liberal. A mm -hmm. and E. <laughs> well. I wouldn't go, oh. go too far far with A and D because again, H G and I mean H G. Now I'm not mispronouncing H G T V. 
which is the house and garden. You said it right. I, it. I thought I thought it meant highly right. gay. Okay. Oh, oh. House and garden's highly gay. Well, you know, National Geographic. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm assuming that you know that the the current television champion is you know National Geographic because they go by they them like Venom. I know I'm I know I'm an asshole. Um, I'm a funny one though. True TV. Yeah, that's not happening because again, mm-hmm. TBS. Yep. HLN. Huh. True crime programming. Yeah. Let's investigate that, you know, that incident, you know, that would be a great, you know, episode to cover. The Disney Channel. Yeah, uh, that's better. That's better odds of getting on Hulu, too, since that they'll be merging soon. Um, TNT. Ha! <laughs> nope. TLC. <laughs> tender, tender loving care. I don't think so. No. No. Or, or how about this one? Titties, lapses, and crotches. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay, we got two more. Animal Planet. Oh, my God. I highly doubt uh, you're going to be, oh. be, be on there, too, because Tyrus, during his entire reign as NWA title, was an animal plant of itself. Yep. Somebody call me. And the Fox <laughs> News Channel. And again, I highly doubt that because if you can't get on Fox Sports Network as a top 20, then you don't have any hopes of getting on Fox News. Because again, once again, left-wing liberals have taken over the news outlets. It's fake news. Believe me. So, yeah. Happy day of thanks, you boobs. Uh, you know, funny thing is, Access TV is even on the top 20. I mean, it's on. It's not even on the popular networks from what I'm seeing on Google. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what Access TV is. I mean, it's if it's not the top 20... <laughs> if they snorted Pepsi instead, and oh. I, or met, met, they snorted Pepsi instead of Coke, I get it. TLC used to be a learning channel, but now mm-hmm. a network had 600-pound people, child beauty pageants with parents who should have had child protective services. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, god damn. But yeah, um, Access TV. Oh, my god. They're not, that's not even on, on the... On the on the popular list on what I'm seeing on Google's on yeah. Google. Everybody's going. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's pretty much all there is to it. So let's go ahead and go with the results of AEW uh, Full Gear. You know. So you go ahead. Why don't you go ahead with the results? I need to get something situated, so I'll be right back. All right. Yes, uh, I'll go ahead and get that ready to go. Shouldn't take me that long. Got a few minutes. There it is. All right. And, yep. 
Wikipedia, yes, and of course we'll get this. All right. All right, we go over the AEW Full Gear 2023 results from last Saturday. As we had three pre-show matches. The first one was for the Ring of Honor World Championship as Eddie Kingston defending defending the title against Jay Lethal. And of course, Kingston retains the Ring of Honor World Championship by beating Jay Lethal. And then we get into another pre-show matchup as Claudio Castagnoli going up against House of Black member Buddy Matthews. And of course, Claudio Castagnoli defeating Buddy Matthews. And then we get into the last pre-show before going into the main show. We had a tag team match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships as... MJF finally found a partner, which is Samoa Joe, going up against the Guns, Austin and Colton Gun, representing Bullet Club Gold. And with that, MJF and Samoa Joe retained the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships by beating the Guns. And then we get into the main show there, folks. We start off with a six-man tag team match as Sting, Darby Allen, and the rated R superstar Adam Copeland, accompanied by the nature boy, Ric Flair. They were going up against the patriarchy, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, now calls Kill Switch and the prodigy Nick Wayne. Well, thankfully, Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland getting the win over Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. And then we get into the AEW International Championship online as freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy defending talent accompanied by Hook going up against John Moxley accompanied by Wheeler Yuta. Orange Cassidy retains the international title beating John Moxley. And then we get into the AEW Women's World Championship online as Hikaru Shida defending the title against Timeless Tony Storm. Love her. And of course, company by Luther. And with that, and no! AEW Women's World Champion and a three time to be exact, Timeless Tony Storm. Defeating Hikaru Shida. And she looked gorgeous in glasses during with her acceptance speech last night. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we get into another championship matchup, which is a four-way tag team ladder match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. 
as Ricky Starks and Big Bill defending the titles against not one, not two, but three teams as representing La Faction Inguinables, Rouge Andralistico, accompanied by Jose the Assistant and Preston Vance, along with FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood, and Kings of the Black Throne of Malachi Black and Brody King. And with that, Ricky Starks and Big Bill retained the AEW World Tag Team Championships by beating three teams, as I mentioned it earlier. Now we get into a three-way match for the TBS Championship as Chris Statman is defending her title against not one, but two competitors, and they were Sky Blue and Julia Hart. And with that, the youngest to become, and with that, and no. TBS champion, Julia Hart. And she did it, and she deserved to want to win that title. Big congratulations to her. And then we get into the Texas Death Match. It was one of the most brutal matches that we, I've ever seen, man. That yeah. Saw the highlights. Everything else, I'm like, wow. There was wow. a couple um, the glass incident made me speak gibberish a little bit because I was flipping. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, it sure was. As we had Hangman Adam Page going up against Swerve Strickland. And, of course, company by Prince Nana. And with that, Swerve Strickland... Defeating Hangman Adam Page by knockout. So Swerve gets the win on that one. Go up to 2 0 on over Hangman Adam Page. Then, and actually, before we get into another matchup, we which everyone knew who was the signing to sign for All Elite Wrestling. It's none than the aerial assassin, Will Osprey. Oh. Who is all elite. I mean, at first he was going to be with TNA, but nope. Decided to go with all elite wrestling. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm not mad about that. I'm like, cool. Which I figured. And, I mean, at least I can understand, you know, if he has to finish up getting, you know, with New Japan Pro Wrestling and you know, all those other things, which those things I can understand. And, yep, as mentioned, Will Ospreay is all elite. Now I get to mention the tag team match. Where is the following? The Golden Jets of the Ocho, Chris Jericho, and Kenny Omega going up against the Young Bucks, or in Jordy's case, the Dumb Fucks, 
Matt and Nick Jackson. However, there was a stipulation was put in place. If the Golden Jets won that matchup over the Young Bucks, they would get they would get the Young Bucks AEW World Tag Team Championship opportunity. However, if the Young Bucks would have won, then the Golden Jets would have to disband as a team. Well, they didn't have to disband as a team as the Golden Jets beating the Young Bucks. And then, of course, the Young Bucks decided to have a temper tantrum on that one. Oh. oh. Yeah. They were just sore losers on that one, unfortunately. But anyways. And then. It has been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Where it comes down for the AEW World Championship. I mean, there was a lot. Basically, my goodness. As originally would have been out and Cole would have been on an injured... uh, with the boot and all those other things. But, thankfully, MJF wrestling hurts. I'm sorry, Williams laughing and whatnot. The mascot anymore just said. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I I, I heard that, though. I'm like, my goodness. (laughs) But anyways. What's been the turkey I ate? What's been the turkey I ate? (laughs) Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what? 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 What's going on? He actually, uh, actually <laughs> himself on that. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh. Okay. Uh. Oh. Shoot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. That's out of the system. So, what else did I miss? I mean, did you uh, already go through the entire card or what? Well, I was about to go over the uh, main event, though. I did, and I did talk about, you know, the signing by, of course, Will Ospreay with all. That's eight. the one thing I just want to say real quick. How freaking shocking was that? The fact that he, that instead of being signed. <coughs> Or TNA, or whatever it's gonna, or whatever you want to refer to it now, because I'm gonna refer to it as TNA. Why? How did they get to acquire him? I can understand the whole match between him and Brian Danielson, but it's not like he's ever gonna wrestle him again. So, I, I'm just, I was at a loss for words. You know, I didn't, I, I thought it was gonna be Ronda Rousey because of you know the spoiler, you know, for the you know recent ROH tapings, you know, on that on the night before full gear, but I, yeah, I, I was wrong. I think, the same thing too, but no, I thought Shaden had spoiled it, but it turns out it wasn't. A, I mean, it's a spoiler for tapings of ROH on honor club, but yeah, well, Osprey, that was out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Most definitely. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So on to the main event, of course, 
but yes. Like I said before, while you were away, Adam Cole was not going to be at 100% regarding to <coughs> the boot. Yeah. So, as mentioned, MJF came back out, wrestling hurt, and then he had to go up against Switchblade Jay White, accompanied by those boys, as mentioned, with the guns, Colton and Austin. And yeah. With that, still AEW World Champion and the longest reigning AEW World Champion, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. I mean, he didn't defend, he didn't defend it always, but I can understand why he defended it mostly on pay-per-view because... World title should be defended on pay-per-view because it will draw big money. Yes. And I'm a, and, and I'm kind of glad they're going to do this on a monthly basis for, you know, for pay-per-views. 12 pay-per-views, you know. I mean, you won't catch me bitching and complaining about that. No, me neither. But, yeah, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, I know I used to not like you in the past considering I used to exploit the dead at the time. But I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't care what other people think, think, you know, when it comes to you. I mean, I mean, as long as you're able to put in the work and you're able to be a world champion that we could all look up to and actually want to see defend and, you know, and wrestle for that championship at a very high level, then I'm not going to lie. You actually earn my respect. I know that's come. That doesn't mean a lot for me because, again, I'm not a wrestler yet. But at the end of the day, you earn my respect by you know at least you appeared on television more often than than another world champion should because he's on a part timing level in a different company, like a Brock Lesnar 2.0. And but as far as I'm concerned, for a young man of your caliber, I say. You impressed the hell out of me for a whole year. So I say you have earned my respect, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes, mm-hmm. most definitely. So that's the end of the results from Full Gear. Now we're mm-hmm. going to get the predictions for... Hold on a second. CMJF's comments about Hulk Hogan, I thought thought it was spot on. Wait, what about about MJF's comments about Hulk Hogan? What is he? What, what's this guy talking about? Uh, was it last night on Dynamite? No, no, no. I think I, if I remember correctly, it was regarding to. I, think I remember. Yes, I remember the video. It's basically what it is. It's it was on. Dr. Ball Hightower, who was a chiropractor. I think MJF mentioned it on his video where he got to adjust MJF. That's what I that's what I've been heard. Uh, was it was it positive or negative about Hogan? Uh I think probably it was just negative. He's just he's just he just says 
he was racist, all those other things, and yada, yada, yada. You know, the thing is, I can, you know, like, and I know it's coming from a white man, but then again, just, no, just shut up. Like, here's the thing. Hogan admitted he, he was wrong for what he did. I know it's n- no one's ever going to forget about it, but still, just just understand, the, everyone's entitled to make a mistake every now and then, okay? He doesn't even, I mean, besides, his opinions has changed over the years. And besides, he worked with black people, you know, a lot of them back in, you know, back in his days, you know, when he was in his main event spot, whether it was in the WWF or WCW. He, I mean, and guess what? He never had a bad thought about about working with guys like whether it was whether it was you know um, like you know uh, like Virgil you know Vincent you know or or even uh, what was that guy's name who actually wrestled Randy Savage in his last singles match you know at uh, at Road Wild hmm. was it uh, I figure yeah, what it was. Hold on. Okay, it was '99. There you go, Dennis Rodman. Working with Dennis Rodman, Zeus. Um, then there's you know Mr. T. I mean, and I'm not making excuses. This is actual fact. You know, it's negative and positive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and like I said, I'm not making excuses for Hogan. It's it's legit fact that he worked with black people in the wrestling business. And the fact is, if he had a, if he was racist and all that, why would he work with black people if he was? That doesn't make any sense to me. Sure, he was in the wrong for what he said back in two thousand six, but that, but that's back in the past. All right. Yeah, this is right now. And besides, at least have the common decency to appreciate what he did for this business, because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have big time companies on the map like the WWF or AEW, or, or any company that's been, you know, big, big back in the, you know, back in the grand old days of the nineties or the two thousands. I just want to let that make that real quickly without Hogan, WF would be nothing. And, and he, and he helped make WF go national. Exactly. See, Mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm not making any excuses for Hulk Hogan. I am just simply pointing out facts. How someone can be racist, why work with black people or anybody of a different race? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Emotional Zombie, ha- happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Now let's go on to the um, to the predictions of the Survivor Series War Games. And I will go I will go ahead and you know read off the matches from top to bottom. Yeah. Because I know the men's war games match might be the <laughs> This is just from Wikipedia. We'll just go along with what we got, okay? Yeah. So, we got a singles match for the Intercontinental Championship from Monday Night Raw, and it will be Gunther defending the title against the Miz. And me personally, I I don't think that the Miz is going to beat Gunther, okay? I, I, I... respect the Miz and I know a lot of people don't like him but then again the guy's been around for a long time he's taken shit from so many people he's probably used to it and guess what he's still here and he's still you know you know competing in the WWE so he's you know and if you're not if you don't like him then tough 
it. He's he's there to stay, and he's probably not going anywhere, so you might as well get used to him. <laughs> um, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't think he's going to win against Guther because why would you want to take the title off of Guther when he's all – I mean, like, he, 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 it's not even the end of the year yet. I mean, we're almost to the end of the year, but still, the Rumble's not – not only till two months, so I don't think it's it's a proper time for him to drop the title this close to the Rumble. So mm-hmm. I'm saying for this one. All right, yeah. I've got a feeling mm-hmm. someone's gonna turn on Gunther. Wait, who's gonna turn on Luther? I mean, I mean Gunther. No, I've got I because. No, 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 I just have a feeling someone from Imperium is going to turn on Guthrie. Because of the way how he's been treating them lately? Yeah, absolutely. Well. And cost Guthrie the title against The Miz. So you think The Miz is going to do it because of it, because someone because someone in the Imperium might betray Gunther? Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a good prediction right there. Gunther is gonna pro- hmm. gonna drop it probably at WrestleMania. Gunther is a charisma vacuum. I'm man, he eats, he eats and craps, you know, out charisma. That's how good he is. <clears throat> like eating hmm. dunk under and crap light. Hmm. You know? But anyway, um, <laughs> Andrew. Who do you who do you think, Gunther or Miz? I there's no way the Miz is gonna win that title. There's not really no way. I'm gonna pick the current champion, of course, which is okay. it's yep. logical because, he's, because he's a freaking he's a freaking monster. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he could give Braun Strowman a run for his money. Yeah. Um, Eric, definitely going with Gunter in this one. Gunter's got uh, uh, got that momentum going as long as he's Intercontinental Champion. He'll reach 600 days by WrestleMania over that. So definitely going with Gunter. Brandon, did you give your prediction now or not yet? Be- before I do that, well, hold on. I think someone who said it better. Yes. War games. Whoa. Yep, that's out of the way. Gunta for the W. Gunta, Gunta, Gunta. Um, next we got Rhea Ripley defending the women's world title from Raw against Zoe Stark. Ripley. No offense to Zoe, but I just don't see her winning this early. Hmm. Uh, Michael, you're muted. Yeah, sorry. I just don't see it happening either. Ray Ripley gonna win. Eric, I definitely talk, did talk about this on my video. I'm definitely going with Ripley on this one because let's say Zoe Stark. Yeah, she's good, and I know she has stock, but she's gonna be more <laughs> more more experience, more match experience in order for <sighs> her to be. But right now, Ripley's got this one. Andrew? 
I did not pick that. I picked Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. Okay, it's, it's, that's it's fine. fine. No worries. Yeah. And uh, Brian, did you uh, say pick yet, or I haven't? But with that, no question about it. Rhea Ripley retains the title. All right. So now we got now. You know, I'm going to go ahead and go with this match, and then we'll go with the War Games matches. Um, Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Well, considering Santos Escobar has recently turned heel, and he's, you know, trying to, you know, make a name for himself at Rey Mysterio's expense and destroying the LWO, um, I got to say that I'm going to go with Santos on this one because he himself, you know, is actually, you know, like if you're going to, I mean, we got to be looking to the future and I know Carlito is a great in-ring veteran, but Santos is younger than Carlito and he's probably getting a big heel push. And with a big heel push, you're probably going to set him up to being, a number one contender for a championship or something like maybe Logan Paul for the U S title or, or they drop wrapped him or, or bump him over to raw to face Seth Rollins. But if you're going to make a big heel, you need to make him go over a veteran like Carlito. So I say Santos for the win. Michael. Uh, yeah. Um, this is, this is really interesting. <clears throat> Knowing, or is Carlito like Paul Santo? I, I say Carlito gets the win over, as he describes him on a, on a previous episode, Santos Escobar. Hope he's got enough apples to spit in that face. Yeah. Uh, Eric. I'm definitely going with Santos Escobar. Man's got an upside. All and, right. And a, a victory over Carlito could help him really propel him into into almost main event status. So going with Escobar on that one. Andrew? I I agree with Michael. I think Carlito's going to win. Because there's no way that Escobar's going to – because remember – Watching one of the episodes of SmackDown Lake Control. So on oh, shit. At least Uh-oh. with the- Okay. But, yeah. You were, what? You, you were lagging. You were saying something about the recent episodes of SmackDown. Yeah. What about the recent episode of SmackDown? Repeat yourself because you were yeah. lagging a bit. Yeah, because I, I watched one that one of the episodes of SmackDown that that's Escobar's you gone out of control. So and and there's no way that Escobar's gonna win. So I'm gonna pick Carlito to win, of course. All right. Brandon. Well since that's the heel run for Mr. Escobar on that one, I go Santos Escobar for the W. All right, there's a tiebreaker for you. All right. The women's war games match. We got Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, 
and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control's Bailey, Asuka, Io Sky, and Kyrie Sane. My money's on Damage Control. Team Bianca Belair. Okay. Eric? Definitely going with Damage Control because, you know, they're more together than Team Bianca Belair. I mean, Becky Lynch and Charlotte on the same team. We don't know if they're going to get along or not. Definitely going with Damage Control. They're more mm-hmm. together. Andrew? <laughs> I agree with Michael. I'm going to go with Team Bianca Belair on that one. Well, with That's that... All right, damage control for the win. All right. And finally, Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. The returning Randy Orton. Man, a lot of things has changed ever since he's been gone. Oh, yeah. Versus the Judgment Days. Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough, and recently added to the team, but not to the faction, Drew McIntyre. And who do I pick to win this one? I pick the good guys. Cody, Seth, Jay, Sammy, and Randy. Uh, I gotta go with the mini legacy reunion in Team Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Eric, well, I'm going with the Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre on this one because we don't know the unpredictability of Randy Orton with him returning. And you would think that uh, Team Cody would have the advantage because you know Judgment Day is not done. Remember, I think Randy Orton. And like I said, a, a lot of tension between Rollins and Rhodes. You know, Randy Orton and Jay Uso. You know, it could be a, a humongous factor going in this thing. So I'm picking Judgment Day again, just like Damage Control. Judgment Day has it more together. Drew McIntyre does his own thing. I'm going with Drew, uh, Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. Keep in mind that this war, men's war games match is a five on five war games match, unlike the usual four on four one. Yeah. Andrew? I'm, I'm sorry, Eric, but I had to pick Team Cody to win. That's all right. That's fine. And Brandon. And with that, I got to say, Team Cody. CJ's reaction to Orton's return announcement. I uh, I didn't see <laughs> that, but I, gotta, I, I definitely will check it out when I get the chance. But – Damn, what a Thanksgiving episode, huh? Sure yeah. was. But I will say this, though. I mm-hmm. had fun, you know, especially having to do my shoot in regards to a certain former guest uh, back in the old uh, days of r r And finally, you know, letting off some steam. Maybe I'll have my mom on here, you know, next time because she'll probably have something to say about that for next week because I would really like to hear her thoughts and opinion in regards to that subject of what we had to talk about thick skin but be it as that may folks thank you all so much for 
you know, for taking part of this Thanksgiving special of the Rant and Rate podcast here in 2023 for episode 215. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance in the live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions. And also, be sure to subscribe if you are new to the Brandon Martin YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so that way you'll be notified whenever he does an upload, a premiere, or a live stream like this at all times. Same goes for Michael Bombardier, Eric Lima, Andrew Hawking, and yours truly, young outside of Dirty Scout, a.k.a. J. Mounts Legit. With that being said, God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving, and stay healthy for even a better Happy Thanksgiving next year. So, good night, everybody. Yeah! Good night. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, indeed. Keep ranching and raving. <laughs> and yes, and a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Good night, everybody.